The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner at Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me along uh, is along. I, I can't even talk Hello? right now. Michelle Yu, the great Woo-hoo! Michelle Yu. Michelle, uh, you are in Los Angeles. I am actually in Florida. Uh, what are you doing in Florida, Billy? Well, are you in Slow Cala? I'm in Slow Cala looking at a, a bunch of babies and pin hooks. And I got to tell you, it is so fun. It is, <laughs> it is one of my favorite weeks where you just go around from farm to farm and you look at these horses that are developing and these, these um, great uh, trainers who, who are I, – I spent the morning with Tom McCrocklin today who has a bunch of our, our pin hook horses. And it's just, it's just amazing to watch. You know, we talked about this a little bit um, when we were talking about buying horses as yearlings. Remember, when you buy a horse as a yearling, they've never had a saddle on. They don't know what they're doing. You and your husband, you break them yourselves. And it's just amazing to see this process now where they're starting to breeze and they're really starting to get it and they're developing both mentally and physically. It's just awesome. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That was Billy's soapbox for the day. Well, I might have another one. We actually brought our first babies to the track today. That's amazing. It's so early. It's so, well, they were allowed in February 1st, so. <laughs> Holy cowabunga. So it is amazing. And I was also, let's throw three things of note right away, sponsored by nobody yet. We're going to get a sponsor, though. It's coming. Um, three things of note. And I assume you're going to talk about Pegasus, Michelle. I was there. Yes, I'm going to talk about Pegasus. Billy, oh. you can tell me all about it because I only got to watch it from afar. Although I heard that Mace was there and I freaking love Mace. Um, I didn't see but Mace. But Pegasus was... And I will say, I had the ice cold trifecta. I was a life is good fan over Nick's go. Okay, so let's get into it real quick because obviously Nick's go, uh, obviously life is good was amazingly good. And uh, China Horse Club, Windstar, Todd Pletcher, formerly Bob Baffert, uh, Irad Ortiz, let's give them all credit. This horse looked like a million bucks. He ran like three million bucks uh, to get that purse. Michelle, I have never been to a horse race where I was so excited going in and so kind of disappointed in less than five seconds. Okay, that's how I felt felt, at the Breeders' Cup because no one went with Nick's go. Right. I I don't – it's just – it was – I haven't really even had a chance to go through everything. I saw there was some stuff online that Nick's go maybe broke a step slow and Jose Ortiz kind of came over on him. I don't, I don't know what really happened. Nick's go usually breaks well, and he's out there in front. Was life as good just faster? And Rosario said, well, I'm not going with him. He's going too fast. I don't know, Michelle. What, what did you hear? What did you read? Because for those of you who didn't see the race, um, life is good just basically put five on him for, uh, by the first quarter mile, and it was over. I mean, that's but that's what Nick's go did in the Breeders' Cup, too. Like, if no one goes no. and your horse is fast, you send. I know, but Nick's you go. You send. That's how you win races. I understand. But I, 
Okay, but what I'm saying is I don't I, – I saw the Breeders' Cup I did not feel was different. Uh, I think Nick's go was just faster than everybody in the Breeders' Cup too. I don't think anybody had his kind of speed in the Breeders' Cup. But I thought he had as much speed as life is good. Maybe I was just wrong. I mean, I I thought he had as much speed as life is good, but I didn't think that they were going to send because I think what always made but there Nick's a- go dangerous was that he got loose on the lead. I didn't think that he would take to pressure very, very well. And being down along the inside, um, you know, that, that kind of forces your hand. Yeah, but he didn't. It forces your hand to go. He didn't go or he... I know he, he, he could- didn't go, but then he didn't want to be... He didn't want to go and have... And have life is good sitting off his flank. Right, but he, Michelle, there was one time. I mean, I don't have the official chart in front of me, but it, he was seven lengths back. It yeah, wasn't like he was, he was gonna, stalking. I thought he was going to like run last at one point. Right. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't even a race. It wasn't like he. It wasn't like you've seen those races where one horse goes and then the other horse kind of just shifts to the outside and sits two lengths back in that kind of chase position, which is never good either. But th- it wasn't. It was a no contest. It was a knockout. It was Mike Tyson first round in his prime. Just good night. That's what it was. So congratulations. Well, I will say this. Coming down the lane, life is good looked a little leg weary. Well, was he was doing what he always be, does. He was getting out. He was getting out. He was looking around. He was doing what he always does. But the good news is uh, uh, they're talking about him possibly going to Dubai. I don't know if you read that. And, life uh, is good, right? Yes, life is good. Yes. Nick's go is done. He's at our good friend Taylor Made Stallions uh, called Travis White. Book your book your mare today to Nick's go. Uh, totally organic advertising there, Michelle. Um, I I don't know. I it was it was one of the most frustrating, disappointing races because I was so excited for that matchup because they had the same style and I wanted mm-hmm. to see who was better. And I feel like we found out easily who was better, but it just didn't seem like I don't know. It just was disappointing. That's how I feel. Sorry, I'm fired up. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fired up. I can tell. Okay. Anyway, there was a gr- it was a great day of racing though, Michelle. Talk about uh, some of the other winners possibly. I mean, Colonel Liam looked amazing Colonel in Liam the turf. Colonel Liam was great, right? Like yeah. that was uh that was super fun watching him off of the extended layoff be able to win like that. Uh that was great and I mean, really stamps himself as the top turf horse in North America, right? Those are uh, uh, very, very good owners. Robert Lowe and his wife, Luana. Um, had them a, on our show. Yes, um, and we're really happy for them. They put a lot of uh, lot of time and effort and, and money into this game, and, and they're deserving of a horse like that. Todd Pletcher with a huge day back-to-back, uh, the Pegasus turf and the Pegasus. So uh, congratulations to uh, Mr. Pletcher and his staff. Uh, and having Colonel Liam ready to fire like that off the layoff, I thought though, and he ran second, by the way, too. So, uh, rough day for Pletcher. Yeah, rough. Oh, poor, oh, poor Todd Pletcher. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that was Pegasus. That was point number one. Point okay. number two was Derby Trail. Okay. Um. We had a couple of preps, including the Southwest, which went to New Grange. and Bob we Baffert. also had Emmanuel win an allowance race at Tampa, which I'm sure he'll be pointed towards stakes next. We had the San Vicente out here, and I guess that could lead to the Derby Trail, although it doesn't have any Derby points. Newgrange also did not earn any Derby points because he's trained by Bob Baffert, who's not allowed at Churchill. So at what crazy. point, Billy, if you do you decide, like, we're just not pointing to Derby, or we are and we're going to change trails? I have no idea. You know, that Newgrange is owned in the with the Starlight Matikhead SF group. Uh, they ran 2-3-4 in the San Vicente. Um 
I, I, Michelle, I wish I knew. I have not talked to uh, Tom Ryan or uh, Jack Wolf about what this. Maybe they're just hoping that it gets uh, overturned before the Derby and these horses are allowed to run. I don't know. Yeah, That's but there's pure... no retroactive point. So even if it does, like, I mean, the Maybe. Southwest is only 10 points, right? But we're getting ready to get into like right. the 50 and 100 point races. Yeah. So like even if they win those and then they say, okay, Bob, you can run, the horses don't get retroactive points. I don't know. I, I wish I had the answer for you and all of our fans. I honestly do not know, Michelle. I don't know what their plan is. Um, it's going to be interesting. It might be one hell of a preakness. Right? I mean – Really, it's like nice to win the Derby, but if all these guys have won the Derby before and you're sticking with your guy, like maybe you just bypass and go to the Preakness. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the Derby will even kind of, quote, mean anything without, you know, the some of the best horses, the New Granges of the world, um, the Corniches of the world, uh, who may not be allowed to run. So right. I don't know. The, the trial was last week, Michelle, for Baffert well, that and was Naira. the New York trial. The New York trial, which I found just reading it on a, on a nightly basis, I found the whole thing uh, uh, incredibly odd. The fact <laughs> that they're bringing up interviews and what he said, and I, it's, it, I found the whole thing bizarre. But Well, that's just I think me. that you have to remember what the point is of the New York trial, and that is they're trying to prove that Bob Baffert is detrimental to horse racing. Right. So their their idea is definitely different than, you know, the the other stuff. Right. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um moving on. Michelle, what's point number 3? So point number 3 is uh in in addition to the amazing racing weekend that we had, it was NHC, which is the National Handicapping Championship. It's held every single year. You've got to win a couple of contests or a contest to be able to qualify for it. There were 643 entrants in it to win $725,000 as well as an Eclipse Award. And to keep with our theme of New York, David Harrison of Webster, New York, 63 years old, real estate appraiser and collateral analyst actually was able to clinch that title. Good for him. There was, uh, I told you last week, I was very happy that there was a bunch of LRF representatives there. Congratulations mm -hmm. to my good friend Joe Rosen, who I think you know, uh, who has uh, made the finals on Sunday and wound up, I think, in 62nd place, I want to say. And he earned $10,000 for his Wow! Effort. Yeah. You so, earned 10 grand for finishing 62nd? I think so. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. So uh, there was also a controversy in the NHC, and I'd feel, I feel, if we don't talk about it, you know, we just bypass it because it, uh, it has to do with the in the money uh, media network. And that is the fact that Jonathan Kinchin, who is uh, one of the premier handicappers in the in the land, uh, was disqualified. Michelle, apparently he flew from Las Vegas to Florida for the Pegasus, was planning on flying back if he qualified for the finals. Uh, I guess. I, Michelle, I don't even know the whole story, but what I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, so basically that broke um, like Rule 95, which is you have to place all your own bets, and he was utilizing a runner to place his bets. Okay. And there is another thing that says that you have to be present to win, but it doesn't explicitly say you have to be present throughout the entire contest, but you do have to place your own bet. So it's kind of like a, you know, you should assume that, right? Right. You should assuming, but assuming you know what assuming does, Michelle... Uh, it makes an ass out of you and me. It does. And certainly Jonathan Kitchen, I'm sure, I read his apology. Uh, I I found it 
really kind of not smart of him. I could use a different word. Um, I would tell him that well, if he asked me. It wasn't me. like he was hiding, right? Like, I don't think that yeah. he was blatantly, like, it wasn't, if you're trying to cheat, you're being sneaky, right? You flew to Pegasus, you're quiet. Right, you everybody saw him. You fly back. He's on the TV and he's taking pictures and he's on his Instagram. You're not hiding like that. So right. I don't think that he was intentionally trying to do that. I, I don't either. Uh, I think he just made a mistake. And we'll see what happens. I don't think it was as bad as what Whoopi Goldberg said on The View yesterday. Put it that way. Oh, what'd you say? Oh, I don't want to get into it, Michelle. Oh. Uh, I will say this. I did think it was only because I know JK. Funny that someone said he gets an advantage because he can look at the horses at Gulfstream. I'm like, JK doesn't even know what a horse looks like. <laughs> he, was, he was in the in the owner's tent, like uh, the, the section of the – you couldn't even see the horses from there. So anyway, it is what it is. He's apologized. I say we move on. How about you? Okay. All right. That was my third thing of note. All right. Well, let's get to our interview. We have a really cool guest today. His name is Eddie Fazone, and we're going to take a quick break and get with Eddie F. Uh, Eddie F's, I guess that's what they call their stable, uh, the owner of Lobster and Chowda. And we're going to find all about, all about uh, his DQ against my boy Tate. Coming up after this. Adelphi Racing Club is a club of like-minded people who enjoy horse racing and the camaraderie of being a part of something bigger than themselves. It's truly a community. All of the founding partners have owned horses and other partnerships and syndicates as well as on their own. So the overachieving goal with Adelphi is to blend the benefits of solo partnership without the administrative hassle with the thrill of the group partnership experience. Adelphi offers an interactive ownership experience with real-time access to partners, trainers, bloodstock advisors, and other members of the team. Adelphi partners receive frequent multimedia content on their horses, including videos, photos, and partner-only podcast content, as well as premium on-track, off-track hospitality experiences. Adelphi has an exciting class of yearling prospects by horses such as Street Sense, Laubin, Frosted and Taprit, and we'll be launching a brand new claiming and private purchase partnership. Oof, private purchase partnership in January. Oh, so that means it's just happening. Don't forget, if you want to join the club, you can log on to Adelphi Racing, A D E L P H I Racing.com, or you can hit up Matt, Matt at Adelphi Racing.com. And we're back here on the Owner's Box with a very special guest today. His name is Eddie Fazone. Uh, he is a, a New Yorker by trade, at least we think. Uh, he names his ho- – or did I screw that up, Eddie? No. New Yorker, right? I am. Okay. And um, owns a horse named Lobsta and, Michelle, a horse named Chowda. So we're going to find out about all of that. Uh, Eddie, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So before we get into this, and we're going to talk all about you know the disqualification of my boy Tate – we're going to get into that because we're going to have to All talk right. about that. And that's down the line, though. But before we do that, and our fans want to know, uh, 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 tell us a little bit of how you, you got to know who's Eddie Fazone. What's that? Yeah, Eddie Fazone. Eddie Fazone. I did right. say Eddie Fazone. I said we want to know who Eddie Fazone is. That's yeah, what we want to know. of course. No one cares about our I DQ. am a New Yorker. I'm an upstate New Yorker. We're, we're different than the guys downstate. But upstate New Yorker from Schenectady, New York. Um, grew up family, big horse racing fans, going to Saratoga racetrack since been since I can remember, probably going in a stroller. And <laughs> um, you know, we used to take trips down to Belmont and Monmouth and yeah, so I grew up totally horse from horse racing family, grandparents watching 
replays at back then. That's all that OTP used to show replays of the races. You didn't get the live races back when I remember being a kid. You had a six o'clock or so they put on, or you watched Harvey Pack or something like that. You know. That's but, yeah, yeah, of we course. Around TV and watch races, that's, Eddie. That's what we did. Were you? Were is it mostly uh, handicapping and 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 wagering, or were there some ownership ties when you were growing up? No, I really was no ownership ties. You know, me and my brother, I had a younger brother, uh, Robbie, and we just took a real liking to it. Me and him, we used to competition against ourselves. So I was a, a Jean Gay fan. He was an Angel Santiago fan, and you know, we used to go at it. And we get, kids in the neighborhood all of a sudden they liked horse racing and their their parents couldn't understand it. <laughs> what are you guys doing we're, we're at the Fazones watching horse racing all day <laughs> I, mean, I 16, feel like that I used to go down uh, of like a, a backyard bike down to OTB and stand in front of OTB and hand people money and say can you bet can you go in there and bet this horse for me <laughs> and uh you know that's really how it just and it just kept going and going and you know, I just I met Gary Siak of 30-something years ago, and me and him had a uh, great relationship. And um, so, yeah, it's been a fun ride for us. What was the first time where you said to yourself, and maybe you and your brother said, hey, you know what, let's let's dip our toe in the ownership game? Um, you know, it's always so. I did back when I did dip into it. Um, I bought one horse. Its name was B Romeo. Peyton, like hardly no money for it. Gary was like, "What are you doing?" I didn't even look at this horse or anything. <laughs> what are you crazy? You just don't do that. <laughs> so he took the horse. He ended up at Finger Lakes. Um, you know, he didn't do anything, and then I just got out for a while. You know, I got the restaurant. Um, so I actually was in. Before I started, wait, 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 my... stop, Eddie, Eddie. Before you go, go what what is the restaurant? You got to tell our listeners. Oh, it's Eddie Epps. Eddie Epps Eatery. Eddie Epps, right? Okay. Um, that's where the well, you're gonna find out. That's where the uh, it's a New England seafood restaurant. So this is where these horses' names are coming from. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, Keep going. So you have this Billy, one you don't horse. Have the at all? Uh, Billy likes Delmar. I know. Yeah. Well. But anyways, it's in Saratoga, the restaurant. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's right on uh, Clinton Street in Saratoga. Okay. I actually have, um, this past season, I had a booth in the racetrack selling lobster rolls and whole belly clam rolls and all that. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, so that's where the, the horses' names come from. Um, I started that. But uh, actually, before I had started this, I was in, um, you probably know him well, because they're with Michelle, they used to be with Michelle, was Sonny Jim Fitzsimmons racing. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, so I had a couple with them, and uh, and I, you know, I always knew I wanted to get back into it and start this Eddie F's racing thing, and, um, you know, I don't have a lot of partners. I probably only got about 15, and there are little pieces on every horse. I got one guy that's a pizza guy from Schenectady, Ross Lack, he's his name. He, uh, He's in on most of my horses with me, but you know, we got people that own like probably, you know, in your partnership, like 3%, just, just for the excitement they get in, you know, of course, so it's a lot of fun. And my restaurant clientele, they're loving it. They, they're so into it with the racing and the horses names and all that, the full brothers, chowder and lobster. Actually, you know, Eddie, Eddie, didn't you run a contest to name your horses? I did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I did, what was uh, that? 
we took some names and uh, we put them on uh, the website and I let the people, you know, the customers get involved and, you know, Chowder won overwhelmingly won. <laughs> of course it uh, did. You know, we had like fish and chip and just stuff like that. But yeah, it won pretty easy. <laughs> and then I guess it was a no-brainer to name the brother when I bought him lobster. And then I got the half-brother. He's two. He just turned two. His name's Oyster. Oyster. Nice. I love no, it. What, Oyster. Wait, what, what made you want to... Okay, so you got Chowda. What made you want right. to buy the full brother? Well, I knew Chowda was training well. And uh, I knew he was going to make his debut at Saratoga. And I knew the f brother was sitting on the farm. And I was like... Before this horse runs, I better go grab this guy, just in case. <laughs> so I did. I just John Jake from Fedwell Farm. He lives right around the corner. His farm is right around the corner from my restaurant. So I called him up and said, "John, I'm going to take the the, ba the baby brother. You know, they're going to take him now." And you know, Chowder ran third in his debut at Saratoga, and uh, you know, and then he won like third time out, and then you know, he went to Gander. So. But Lobster, he's, he's you know, been doing well. Um, I've been really lucky. I'm fortunate, blessed, and uh, it's been a great ride for sure. I Ed, got nine, Eddie. now I'm down to eight. I just retired one this week. But, yeah, I got so I got eight right now. Eddie um, Fazone. Looking at buying a I like couple it. more, so. Eddie Fazone joining us here on the owner's box. Eddie, okay, down to eight, but you know, you had nine, whatever. But and you you said something about fun and talk about the experience. You have a horse, uh, Chowda, that you're very excited about. It's ready to make his debut at Saratoga. Your restaurant's around the corner. You're selling stuff at the thing. Just talk about talk about that day when he when he made his debut. Well, you know, it's obviously Saratoga, so it's nothing. For me, that's the greatest place. I mean, I, I got to win a race there. I haven't won one there yet, but um, you will. Man, that day was just a great day. Everybody was excited. You know, you're in the paddock. Everybody, you know, knows you. They're yelling for you, cheering for you, um, wishing you luck. You know, and and even to run third that day was. I felt like I won the race. I really. I was like, wow. You know, first time starter, maiden. Uh, you know, maiden special weight for New York Breads. I mean, he run third. I mean, we weren't, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, he came from dead last. He come flying. I mean, he got beat pretty good that day, but I knew maybe we had something decent because, you know, Gary was always, you know, take our time with him. He looks all right. And so. Yeah, I hear you. Now, yeah, Eddie, there, you seem, um, you, you seem like a, like a boisterous guy. You, 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 you're a restaurant guy. I have this, this theory that um, I call it the post-race sweats. It's this rush of adrenaline, whether you win or lose, that I don't stop sweating after a race for like two hours. I can only right. imagine that you are a lot like me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what yeah. is what is yeah. that? What is that? You know, I don't know, man. I I, I love it. It's it's a rush like nothing. I'll tell you that. Just. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally send you a video that of me during the sire stakes. Uh, oh, the one where you beat us. The one and Chowder were in the race. Um, I all of a sudden I was getting I you know I yell I scream I go nuts during the race and <laughs> that race there and all of a sudden they they were taping me. Oh, good. And then I seen the video after the race and I was like, man. Geez, I don't even realize. I mean, 
It's out of it, no. It's out of body. It's out of body. You say, um, wait. Can you send us that video? Can we post it when we post this this owner's box uh, episode? Um, I probably you, you probably can cut some out of it. No, like we don't know. want to. Maybe he means there's a lot of profanity. There's a little. There's like, actually, I, if you go on my Facebook, Eddie Eddie Ed Fazone, I think there's there's a little. They they did a little clip and sent it to me on on that. Okay. Uh, my partner there, Ross, he's on my back and he's riding me and he's screaming. And, and he, I, I, he's, he practically taking my clothes off on the thing. And I'm like falling backwards. My hand, I'm trying. The race ain't even over and he's screaming. He's choking me. I'm like, what the Christ? You know, but it was crazy. If you go on my Facebook, I, there's definitely um, okay, uh, a Mich- clip of that. Michelle's good at that. She'll go find yeah. it. And I know she has a question that, for yeah. you. Go ahead, Michelle. Eddie, you said you've got a uh, you know a bunch of partners in on these horses, and mm-hmm. are, are you have first time partners in? So if so, what have their thoughts been about having horses like this that are that are winning stakes races? Like I said, I mean they're they're ecstatic, they're happy. I mean I got one group. My first, the first one we claimed for this group, his name was Wicked Macho back in 2018, and he did okay, won two races, and. We took the money. He got injured. Um, we retired him, and we took the money, and, and you know, we claimed a horse named uh, Jasmine S. Who's still running, uh, and she's won like over a hundred thousand. Wow. Um, and she's still running. Matter of fact, I'm going to enter her tomorrow for Saturday. Hopefully, she gets in. But she's more of a grass horse. But she runs okay on the dirt once in a while. You know, she could be a good race on the on the dirt. She's got a bunch of seconds and thirds on the dirt. Um, but yeah, since 2018, I mean, it wasn't a big investment. They only invested like 3,500 bucks, and they're still riding on it. Wow, that's, that's yeah, they're loving it. That's yeah. amazing. And, you know, Eddie, and do you use help to pick out your horses? And or like when you bought Lobster and Chowda, um, I mean, you know, Woodbury Payne is a uh, a guy out in Virginia who owns um, a training center out there, and he had horses. And you know, John lives around the corner. And, you know, I bought five horses off John so far. I mean, I bought uh, Chowder, then I bought Lobster, then I bought Oyster, and then I bought two uh, Dream Point and Dream Central. They're off him, too. Um, wait, wait. What was the one? Drink Central? Dream Central and Dream Point. Oh, Dream. Both, uh, oh, I thought you yeah, said dream. I thought you um, said Drink, and I thought it was named after out, Michelle. <laughs> Hey, it was dry January. I haven't had a drink in 31 days. Okay. Oh man! Wow. Can you? Could do you think you could? I could say the same. (laughs) (laughs) That was that's brilliant. That's did you? Okay. Go ahead, Michelle. I want to ask. Oh my gosh! I just had a mind a brain fart. Well, that's all I can think about is drinking now. Oh yeah. When you say their names, when you say lobster, chowder, and oyster, like when we say it because of the A, we're giving like the exaggerated kind of like New Englandy accent. But when you say it, I feel like there's an R. Yeah. What is that? I agree. Lobster, chowder, (laughs) and oyster. Wait, it's because maybe I do. No, it's because wait. When 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 John and Brielle calls the race, he always gets messed up. He's always going lobster. Chowder. Yeah. He does, he can't stay with the lobster and the chowder. He he he's saying lobster, chowder, you know. Right, but I so. have to Eddie, I have to ask you, as a New York guy, I'm assuming, and I could be very wrong, you're you're are you a Yankees guy? 
No, Red Sox all the way. So you are. So you're a, a, a Boston fan, but in a New yeah. Yorker. Okay, is that's pretty. Yeah, that's rare. Uh, you though. know, I'm a Ra- I'm an Oakland Raider football fan, so I don't know. Oh, really? I'm a Washington. Washington Wizard basketball fans. I don't know. I'm messed oh, up, I guess. You got some problems. Well, Do you like the hiring of Josh <laughs> McDaniels? Yeah. Yeah, I got some problems. I don't know. Wait, where it all wait, comes Eddie, from. I don't know if you heard me. Do you like did you like the uh Josh McDaniels hiring? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Gonna uh I think he's gonna do car very well. Okay. Good to know. And what are they gonna do? What are the Wizards gonna do with Bradley Beal? I mean, we might as well talk about it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're going to trade him. I, I don't know. Maybe they, they should because I don't know. They're they, struggling. That team there, they haven't done really nothing in years. So <laughs> they should try to rebuild something good here. All right. Well, let's use it. forget about sports. Let's go back to horse racing. Let's get everybody up to okay. date. So so this horse, Lobster, comes off this layoff, runs an unbelievable race. He actually beats my boy Tate on the square who had passed him in the lane and this little kind of rivalry develops because they come right back in the Holly Hughes and there is this crazy race where Lobster goes outside, my boy Tate goes inside, he gets bumped around and there is an inquiry. I got to know because I wasn't there. I want to, this is a two-part question. You ready for this? All right. One, what did you think when you watched the race live and then what were you thinking about during the 10-minute interlude before they took Tate down and, and put Lobster up during for the win? Okay, so during the race, I didn't really – I wasn't – I was so focused on Lobster that I didn't really see. So Okay, fair, I, fair. The race went, and I, I want to say – I don't want to say punch the wall, but I <laughs> – Put my fist on it and, you know, little <laughs> goddamn type thing. But, um, and then somebody said to me that was watching the race by me, said, there's going to be an inquiry. You're going to get put up. Right away. I said, Real? all right, let me look. So I looked and, you know, I, I seen, and, and believe me, you know, Eric rides a lot of my horses and, you know, he was on that one and, you know, I was like, kind of felt for him a little bit because, after it was all said and done, but, you know, I mean, so I kept watching and watching and, you know, I, I thought the MP, you know, the one horse he did, but the one horse to me was done. I mean, he wasn't going nowhere as the one that was up there. Right. But, you know, I thought he definitely impeded with Chestertown, but I wasn't sure because, you know, in New York, you never know what they're going to do. I mean, I see stuff that's way worse and they don't take the horse down. And I'm sure you same same thing. Yep. And you know, I see stuff that really doesn't look that bad, and they take the horse down. So I mean, it's it's hard, always hard to tell. But the longer it went, and it kept going and going and going, <laughs> I know that's also a good sign for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the longer it takes, uh, because I was figuring there was another inquiry that three was involved a little bit. So I started thinking, well, they got to be thinking how they're going to position these horses. What are they going to do? Right, right. But as it, like I said, as it went on, I mean, at first I wasn't really sure. You know, it's a stake race. I mean, yeah. You know, but Eddie, you said, like said you said uh, you said you felt bad for Cancel for being uh, taken well, down. You know, I just did you, you know Eric rides a ton of horses yeah. for me, and you know, I got I got a good uh, good friendship with Eric, and you know. 
they don't really want to see that happen to people. Right. You did know, you even did you feel yeah? <laughs> but did you feel bad? For, did you feel bad for myself and all of our partners? <laughs> is what I also well, want to know. Did you I, did you at maybe, all? Hey, maybe if I did the show with you before the race, <laughs> I'd say, "Geez, Billy, I'll call you and say, geez, I, I feel bad." It's you all know? right, but hey, you know what? I mean, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to meet up in the Haynes Field in March. No, we don't run that far. Well, you won it last year. Oh, we did? Oh, no. I don't think... Did we oh, run that? Yeah. No, there's... a very involved owner. Last year. No, I, I don't know. We run in February. We're running... We See, we're going shorter. Well, you're I going longer. you're going in the, the six furlong. Right? Yes. Uh, on February... Yes. Six. The safe yeah. floor to I'm, Sandy. I'm skipping that one. The safe floor... Oh, so, so you no, will not be running. Won that, we won that one. Oh, okay. You're running in... Um, oh, did I say the Holly Hughes before? That's probably what it is. That's what you're running, and, Holly Hughes. Okay, it must have but been I'm the same. I'm sorry. I, for everybody, I made a mistake. It was yeah, the safe floor to Sandy. Uh, that, was, uh, that was the inquiry. Uh, I have a question, Eddie. You, you, again, yeah. you, you're so full of life. You've got this restaurant. You love Saratoga. You're promoting horse racing. What can we do in New York, or actually, let's call it globally, and, and let's just use the U.S., to, to promote our sport? We're... We, we, there's all these articles. There's so much negativity right now. How do we get the positive stories out there, like the Eddie F story? Uh, you just, you, you know, I think, you know, the the fans are there. There's a lot now where it's expensive. Mm. You know, you're talking the small fan. You know, like I was at the Peg. I'm in Florida right now. I was at the Pegasus on on Saturday. I mean, uh, this is your regular normal fan. He can't afford. He couldn't afford to go to the Pegasus. I right. mean, the right. tickets were 150 to get in. Parking was 75. Um, you know, it's just programs were 10, 12 bucks. I mean, you know, it's just crazy that they they got you. You gotta you gotta get the fans back like they used to come and and make it to get the younger crowd involved. Like when I was a kid and stuff. Cause it's a great sport. And yeah, you know, you just gotta. I, I think a lot of people prefer now to stay home with all the betting online and watching on TV. Well, they say, um, I don't have to go to track. I only have a few bucks to bet. I'd rather, you know, just stay home. And by the sure. time I get inside the track, I've already blew 50 bucks or more on any given day. Saratoga, same thing, you know? Um, so, but I mean, it's such a great sport it really is. I mean, these, these horses are just such athletes and, they love what they do, and I mean, I, I just love it to death, man. I, I don't know I, what I would do without it. I'd be lost for sure. I, I mean, think I, I think you're speaking I, for yeah, all of us. Fifteen hours, but I do. I get up in the morning, and first thing I do is horse races stuff. I look at replays. I look at the entry. I work out. Um, you know, do my homework. You know, so I mean, it's, it's definitely part of my life every day. Every day, yeah. That Eddie Fazone, yeah, uh, again here on the owners box. Michelle, you had a you have a a restaurant question. Eddie, I just want to know when we go to Saratoga, what do I have to eat at your restaurant? Lobster roll. A lobster roll. <laughs> lobster roll and a bowl of chowder. Oh, there you chowder go. Chowder is my favorite thing. Yeah, we got good chowder. We got great lobster rolls. We got you know the whole belly clams. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're they're a big seller. I don't even People want to talk. I don't, I don't even uh, want to talk about this because I'm allergic to shellfish. I'm, ha, I'm yes. Yeah. Uh, we got so we got burgers too, Billy. Okay, we got burgers and chicken tenders and stuff. Here. Okay, <laughs> off the kids' meal. 
<laughs> the kids menu. Hey, Eddie, before we let you go, um, um, give give our uh, listeners who are, are thinking about getting into the world of horse ownership some advice. What One piece of advice that over the years you've learned or thought of that you'd like to pass along. Yeah, well, the you know, what we have, me and you, or, you know, these partnerships, they're, um, they're designed to let people get involved. I mean, I got guys in my partnership as much as, you know, as little as $1,500 just to be part of it. And, and they feel like it, you, you know, and they are, they're a big part of it because we need these guys in the game. Yep. Um, so because now, you know, just to own a single horse by yourself, is it, it's tough, but yeah, they really love it and they want to be part of it. And, you know, it's, it's a dream that can come true. I mean, I, when I got into this, I never thought right now I'd be saying I won three stake races. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a dream. I mean, you've won a ton of big races with my boy Tate. I mean, you know, and so he's what, eight years old now and he's still going strong. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, a dream that could be possible for people for sure. I like I mean, it. A, a dream come what was true. It, uh, didn't a group of people get in for like authentic? They all bought. A yeah, that was through. Uh, yes, that was through uh, through my racehorse. Yeah. That was the micro share right. type thing. Sure. Yeah, you know, but but and, they experienced uh, so, it. Oh yeah. Hopefully it will grow the game. Well, Eddie, we really appreciate your time. I have to say personally, if we were going to be DQ'd and someone was put up, I'm glad it was you. And uh, oh, hopefully, that. hopefully, you know, Tate's eight. So uh, Lobster's only, I think he's only four, right? Yeah, he is. All right. Well, hopefully down the line at some point uh, we will get together again and and have the, okay. the so-called rubber match. And hopefully, I think I can speak for Michelle when we say, we hope you win a race at Saratoga this summer because that would be something special. And if I do come to yes, Saratoga, and I'm threatening to definitely come this year, uh, I will surely stop at Eddie F's. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks thank for having me. All I right. I really, uh, appreciate it. Eddie Fazone here on the Owner's Box. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks. Thanks, Eddie. All right, Michelle. Thank you. Looking for a good stallion in 2022 for your mare? How about well, this? Well, yes, I am. I knew you always are, Michelle. But how about this roster at TaylorMade Stallions? Are you ready for this, Michelle? I'm ready. Instagram. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Instilled Regard, grade one winner. Mm -hmm. uh, Midnight Storm, one of our favorite horses, obviously. Mm -hmm. Michawish. Uh, not This Time, who every time I look up, it seems like Not This Time has a win. Do you agree with that? Yes. He's the, he's the leading second epicenter this week uh, in a stake on right. Sunday at the fairgrounds. And how about new to TaylorMade in 2022? They have Nick's Go. All he did was win the Breeders' Cup Classic and probably be Horse of the Year. And <laughs> I think this is one of your favorite horses, Tacitus. Remember Tacitus? Oh, Tacitus. Yes. You love <laughs> Tacitus. This is all at TaylorMade Stallions. Call Travis White today and get your mare to TaylorMade. Want to remind everybody that the ship and win program is still in effect for Santa Anita. That's a $5,000 bonus for out-of-state horses and a 35% purse bonus to horses earnings in its initial start. As long as you have made your first, last start outside of California 
and the last 12 months you are eligible. So not if you're a first time starter and no stakes horses, please. Um, also, we do have winter turf racing occurring on our beautiful lush grass. It is an expansive turf racing program and we have races at five, five and a half, six, six and a half, as well as six and a half down the hill. Don't forget the mile to mile and eighth and the mile and a quarter races that we have as well. Plus we have fantastic weather guys. That's it? That's it. You just stopped weather guys was the end of the thing? <laughs> well, the next thing is like the live money. See, I didn't want to, I want to do it like where okay. you come out of the interview I and know. you're like, okay, what else do we have? And then I say Santa Anita and we talk about Santa Anita. Well, let's do it. We're doing it right now. Okay. We're live. I'm not cutting this. You're not cutting this. No, let's go oh. into the final part of our, of our, uh, of our show. All right. Well, this is, this is the, uh, the brainstorming process. <laughs> before editing happens. <laughs> I like it. I'd say we leave it. Um, well, Michelle, I missed Santa Anita over the weekend. So You I did. Mi you missed the wine fest. I missed the wine fest. I also missed, um, I believe, was it the San Marcos? What did I miss? What was that yes, race? the San Marcos and the San Vicente I, and we, the Baffle. The Baffle was the last race of the NHC. And oh. it was like 12 horses and they were, anyone could have won, ended up being the favorite, but like there were legitimate chances in there to make some money. Yeah, I think it was, his name is Maglev and, and we saw him run and get in trouble in his first start for uh, our good friend, Tim Cohen, Rancho Temescal, Mark Lott. Um, and he was, he looked like a freak turned down the lane. I saw the replay. Yeah, he looked good. He looked really good. And the San Marcos went to Friars Road. Friars Road. Mm -hmm. Right. For uh, Mike McCarthy. So, um, and, and oh, his Oh, Billy, owner. you just did your least favorite I, thing. I was still going for Mike McCarthy, and I just said, and his, and then you cut me off. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's the, pink, it's the pink silks. The Warrens. The Warrens. Yes. I was literally just saying that. You can go to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself before you caught it. So um, you're like, right. Is Billy only no. going to say Mike McCarthy's? No. That's, in case you don't watch, that is Billy's pet peeve. Yeah, it's my pet peeve. when someone calls a horse by their trainer and not by their owner. Right. And I was just going into it when you cut me off. I was going to say the pink silks, Michelle, that I can't remember, but it is the Warrens. And they have some very good horses. Um, all right, Michelle, uh, what is coming up at Santa Anita this weekend? Anything good? So. Yes, lots of good things. Uh, stakes racing-wise, on Saturday, we have the Thunder Road, the San Pasqual, and the Santa Monica. On Sunday, we've got the Bob Lewis and the Las Virginis. So we've got some Derby and Oaks action as well. Um, and then from a just, you know, fun if you're visiting type standpoint, we have a ton of contests going on. I think Pick'em is really cool right now. So it's basically props, right? Like you guys have all played props. So you go, it's free online to play and you pick like a spread of a game or like how many dribbles a basketball player gets to before he hits a hoop. Um, oh. you know, they give you numbers or how many races is Flavian Pratt going to win? Oh. Like there's things like that. Interesting. Can so you, you don't have to like actually know about handicapping or even about sports. Really? You just got to guess all these. Um, and they give away some really great prizes and it's free. Did I mention it's free? It's no. also free. What, um, I have two things before we go, Michelle. Number one, okay. we, since we did our little commercial into the end of the show thing, we didn't talk about Eddie Fizone. 
Oh, we didn't. You're right. See, um, we should have done. I tell, we should redo this whole end. No, I'm telling you. No, I like it. I think people are going to enjoy it, and I'm not restarting it. Michelle, I really, I this was kind of a combo idea because we both were talking about um, that race, and I said we should get that guy on, and Michelle tracked him down. Great job, Michelle, as always. Um, I thought he was really good. I love you, and I both said the same thing after the interview off the air, in that we just love enthusiastic people. We just, mm -hmm. and you could tell how much his horses mean to him. Like they're his world. Yes. I love that. I, I love enthusiasm. He had plenty of it. And um, when we were, when we had talked about it, we had also seen an article on Blood Horse that Teresa Gennaro had written. So thank you to her actually for, for putting us in contact with Eddie. She was like, he's great. You'll love him. And we did. We yep, do. We did. He did. We're fans. We're fans. Even though he beat, beat me twice. <laughs> Uh, we're fans. I'm still, I'm still suffering, Michelle. Um, okay. Uh, my last thing is I was going to go back to your contest idea. Do you think there's a contest for how many weeks in a row the owner's box will mention Bill Strauss? Uh, because I almost forgot until just now. <laughs> Did you see the video of Hot Rod Charlie, by the way, in Dubai? Doesn't he oh, run so? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He looked great. I did see it. Yep, he did look great. Is that race? Is that race this weekend? No, 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 no. He's he's actually going to run in a prep race. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the Dubai. Run. No, when's the? <laughs> like, no, that's going to no, march. When's I don't the prep know. Race? Is he? I think the prep race is coming up. I don't know when it is. I don't have it in front of me. But anyway, good luck to Bill Strauss with Hot Rod Charlie. It always is a mention. Smart, they took him over there to get a prep race too. The uh, the <laughs> the owner's box is part of the In the Money Media Network. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always reach out via Twitter at ownahorse at the Michelle U at BKLRF. My email, private email, Billy at littleredfeather.com. If you're interested in learning more about Little Red Feather or ownership, please let me know. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Michelle, you are a dream come true. Appreciate all you do. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks to all of our sponsors. We have a lot of them now. Who's our sponsors, Michelle? Adelphi Racing and Santa Anita. That's it? <laughs> Those are only two sponsors? We're waiting for some more sponsors. All right, let's get some more sponsors out there. We appreciate all you listeners, and we will be back next week with another fun-filled interview here on the Owner's Box. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs>